Hi, I'm William Ansell, Digital Manager at Scotland's Rural College, and welcome to the SRUC podcast. Today, we're doing our second episode of the Digital Dairy Chain sequence of podcasts, and we're focusing on skills, training, and development. It's a hot topic in the dairy industry as businesses seek to grow and modernise, and it is an area where the Digital Dairy Chain and SRUC are ideally placed to help. Today, I'm joined by Stuart Martin, Programme Director for the Digital Dairy Chain, Lynn Somerville, Skills Lead for the Digital Dairy Chain, and Mary Thompson, Vice Principal for Skills and Lifelong Learning at SRUC. Hi, everyone. Morning. Good morning. Hi, William. So if you're listening to this, chances are you know who Scotland's Rural College are with our campuses dotted around Scotland and our unique offering of research, consultancy and education. But the digital dairy chain is a newer kid on the block. Stuart, could you introduce yourself and give us a bit of background on yourself and give us your sort of elevator pitch on the digital dairy chain? Yeah, thanks, William. And thanks for having me back. This is, I think, the second time we've done a a podcast like this with you. So I'm Stuart Martin. I'm the programme director of the Digital Dairy Chain, which is a project really focused about collaboration and is across a number of stakeholders, but is being led by SRUC based at the Barony campus. Um, It's quite a complicated project. I've always said it's a bit like peeling an onion. But what our elevator pitch is that we have set up to transform the dairy supply chain um, using innovation, collaboration, as I've mentioned, and growth in the specific geographical region of Cumbria and South and West Scotland. In terms of the collaboration, our project consists of 10 key stakeholders um, and their partners who are drawing down the money which we have received from the UKRI Strength and Places funding And on that, the money is £21 million over five years, of which all the 10 partners draw down the money on. Um, Very simply, the best way to describe it is we have four main pillars of the foundation of our project. Um, The first one is to develop digital connectivity, um, which is about utilising advanced technology and research to add value and connect the dairy sector in the region. Now, what this actually means It equates to us using technology improvement on farm, be it around cattle housing, feed, animal welfare, genetics, robotics, milk storage, about how we can make that improvement on farm and how that has a positive knock-on effect through the entire supply chain with the ultimate goal of output and product improvement and supply chain efficiencies. The second pillar is to look at stimulating research and development, and we've provided an infrastructure and expertise to enable collaborative R&D projects, and we've just ring-fenced um, £2 million on, on some successful projects on that. We're also here to facilitate business growth. We have made funding available for early ventures, scale-up businesses, and establishing working with companies to undertake new product development. And the fourth pillar, and the one that we're going to discuss today in greater depth, is about attracting talent and skills. We identified this as, as one of the strongest pillars in the project, and this is about showcasing the industry and creating opportunities for new talent to discover the range and roles within modern dairy. Thanks very much, Stuart. And Lynn, you also join us from the Digital Dairy Chain. Lynn, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, yes. So my name's Lynn Somerville. My role is to lead on the workforce of the future part of the project. 
So this um, part of the project will aid in transforming and delivering against how the dairy sector workforce of tomorrow is attracted and retained. There's a focus on positioning the sector and the supply chain has been more attractive to young persons and, and females as well, which I'm sure our listeners are aware of. So although I work full-time on the Digital Dairy Chain project, I am hosted and employed by the University of West of Scotland. So I've joined the, the project from Harriet Watt University and, and prior to which um, I worked for a private modern apprenticeship training provider delivering qualifications across Scotland. So over the course of my last two roles, I have worked cross-sectoral with employers, both large blue chip global household names to smaller micro and SMEs in aiding and assisting them in addressing skills gaps and, and helping them to succession plan within their organisation. So that was across the, the suite of post-school vocational work-based learning qualifications such as modern and also graduate degree level apprenticeships to master level courses. So previous to that, to working in education, I've worked cross-sectoral and strategic leadership roles, which includes running my own startups. So I, I bring a wealth of commercial experience to the role also. Fantastic, thanks. And finally, we're joined by Mary from SREC. So Mary, how does your role in SREC fit into the digital dairy chain? Thanks, William. So my role at SRUC is to lead across all sites and subjects on, um, I suppose, what you would consider the non-traditional academic pathways, so that is SRUC's senior phase schools provision, further education pathways, apprenticeships, which is an area where we're seeing significant growth at the moment, um, and then the continuing professional development and training courses as well. So that's at all levels from senior phase school through to postgraduate level for CPD and training. I also lead across SRUC on equality, diversity and inclusion. And as Stuart's already mentioned, it's really one of the things that's really critical is to attract um, new talent to the sector as well as upskilling those that are already working in the sector and just to seek to widen participation and where the digital dairy chain is concerned essentially I am working um, to make that connection between SREC's skills provision, future skills work, subject specialists and the great work that Lynn is doing with um, Digital Dairy Chain where skills are concerned. So that's that's kind of my role in a nutshell. I am from a veterinary background, so I've got quite a mixed career background. I ran a rural mixed veterinary practice in the southwest of England for the first half of my career and then moved into education via a short time in future farming and veterinary policy. Thanks very much, Mary. So, Lynn, um, my first proper question will be for you. Um, in the dairy industry, are we facing a skill shortage? Mm, yes, I'm sure the listeners are more than aware of the, the, the shortage that we are facing. This is across your traditional farming roles and skills, but now as we enter Industry 4.0, or as it's otherwise penned, the, the fourth industrial revolution, this is going to be further exasperated across those key digital skills and roles. So now... We know the dairy sector is not alone. There's other key sectors to Scotland and the UK's economy faces similar challenges, be it a lack of uptake from young people wanting to enter these sectors to other commonalities such as supply chain issues and the rising cost of materials. But not to compare the dairy sector to others as it, in, as it faces its own set of challenges that are unique to, to that sector. But this is where the, the Digital Dairy Chain Project is really poised to help our farmers tackle such with innovative and strategic ways of thinking and solutions. So 
to help farmers address this matter, we're looking to take a regional multi-agency approach, but with that national perspective, we know we can't solve the same problem with the same way of thinking. So we need to work collectively, as Stuart alluded to, that whole collaboration piece is, is really key and essential. So working with key partners and bodies, be it from high schools or, or college partners, to private training providers, to other regional authorities, um, etc. So we need, we need to really address this collectively as, as one. Um, and this is where the Digital Dairy Chain Project um, aims to facilitate and lead on with the farmers being forefront to that conversation. We can't do it without them. They need to lead on that that, that piece. Um, I mean, that's a strategic approach, taking it back to the granular level in respect as to how we can begin to tackle it today. A perfect, perfect example of what farmers can do now is to look at that um, that modern apprenticeship pathway as a potential. SRUC, for example, has just launched a new um, technical apprenticeship. So that is a is one example of where that may be a great fit for that farmer that's listening in terms of attracting and growing and retaining their own talent. And Mary, technical apprenticeships in the dairy industry is something we're going to be offering at SRUC. That's right. That's a, a, a new development for us. So, William, apprenticeships have been around for a long time. Um, when SRUC develops courses, whether they're apprenticeships or full-time courses, uh, we strive to have a high level of industry engagement to make sure that we're getting that course development right, to make sure that we're producing students and apprentices that are able to be productive in the workplace as soon as possible. So whether that's next generation HNC developments or the technical apprenticeship developments that you've just mentioned. So in sort of straightforward terms, a technical apprenticeship is an opportunity for somebody to earn a wage while they're learning. So they're based primarily in the workplace and then coming to college for blocks of learning. The technical apprenticeship is is a new development at a higher level. So the traditional modern apprenticeships, which are still available at the entry level, are at levels five and six. We also have a partner pre-apprenticeship provision at level four. So that's kind of the, the building blocks of the pathway. And then the technical apprenticeship is at that higher level, at HND level. So you're probably thinking about an employee who may have been with you for some time already that you're looking to upskill and develop and support them to get to the next stage with their career in the sector. Or it might be that you're looking to attract somebody new and you're wanting to offer a structured learning opportunity to develop them as they they settle into working with your business and also to help you to, to take your business forward and to develop. So it's earn while you learn. The other thing that I think is really key to emphasise is that apprenticeships are not restricted to school leavers. Across SRUC, any one time, across all of our subjects, we have hundreds of apprentices enrolled. And when you look at the age profiles, we have everything from what you would traditionally think of as an apprentice at kind of age 17 to 19 years old, right up to people in their 50s and 60s. Um, so an apprenticeship can be for everyone. And I think it's it's really key to emphasise here that it's... So much now is about lifelong learning. You know, the sector is changing fast, whether it's an apprenticeship or another professional level qualification or CPD or short course. We're all going to be engaging more and more with lifelong learning to keep us up to date with developments in the sector. Where an apprenticeship is concerned, 
There is funding available. So a full technical apprenticeship or modern apprenticeship over two years is a hugely valuable training opportunity, resulting in a qualification undertaken in the workplace. So the technical apprenticeship is comparable with an HND. A modern apprenticeship would be more comparable with a sort of national certificate level qualification. So you're supporting that staff development in a structured way. In addition, there's Skills Development Scotland funding available as part of an apprenticeship, which covers some accredited short course provision. That's the type of courses that employers might think of as um, tickets. So we've talked about ticketed training in the past when we consider these short courses. So Lantra type or City and Guilds type courses as additional enhancements. Um, and at the moment, SREC can also provide information on some short term funding opportunities, which might allow you to train an apprentice but also access some funding, flexible workforce funding or upskilling funding for some other staff in your team. So the summary there is that there's there's funding available and we, we are always really keen to hear from employers that want to take on apprentices. And the one last thing I would want to say, I think, about apprenticeships is that the three-way partnership is really key. So it's a partnership between SRUC as the training provider, the employer and the apprentice themselves. And the importance of that sort of mentoring and coaching from the employer can't be underestimated. Um, and that's another area where the SRUC team can provide support and advice. Thanks, Mary. Um, this leads to the next question, which is kind of one for Mary and Lynn. How important are other apprenticeships in the pathway? And what about other skills development opportunities? What are the sort of different options available? Uh, Lynn, would you like to go first? Yeah, I mean, th that work-based learning piece is so important. I think Mary has hit the nail on the head. I think the, the way of the future is that that vocational lifelong piece. So we're, we're, we're working, academia is working with, with industry to, to help them bridge those gaps and um, succession plan. They maybe don't want to um, see their, 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 the employee going away for great amounts of time. So this work-based learning piece is really, really essential to allow for that and accommodate accommodating that um, need and desire so I mean you have the apprenticeship family um, you have the foundation right through to your degree or graduate apprenticeship level as Mary's uh, spoken on so I mean the, the, the graduate apprenticeship program is up to honours degree that actually comes fully funded so the, the foundation um, is delivered at, at school level um, which is your modern day work experience and then your more uh, your modern apprenticeship program may be funded and feel it may not it depends um, but you have that pathway there so you can go, the, the candidate and the employer can go on that, that journey from entry level, which a lot of employers are really crying out for, those low-end skill sets. So that's a great way to attract that um, younger person into the, the workplace um, and to retain them and to, to, to grow, help them grow as your, your business grows. Um, there's, there's lots of great stats attached to the apprenticeship program itself um, but at that aside there, there, there's other CPD options so the apprenticeship program is not a fit for everyone um, so you have um, micro credentials you have CPD um, qualifications that are available um, again right the way through to, to master level SCQF level 11 and that's across your suite um, of, of um, qualifications be it cyber digital um, and then you're more relevant to the, the, the dairy sector calls, which Mary is going to be more versed on than I am. Um, so, yeah, there, there's lots of options there. I don't know if you want to add to that, Mary. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks, Lynn. Thanks, William. Um, 
I think, Lynn, absolutely the, the, the pathways is what's key. You've highlighted the different levels that apprenticeships or work-based learning can apply at. Um, so everything from entry level right through to postgraduate. Um, and I suppose the other thing I would say at this point is that it's about thinking about what's right for your business. So you might be in a position to take on someone at a modern apprenticeship or pre-apprenticeship entry level where it's likely that you are going to have to do a bit more supporting and coaching and um, having oversight of that employee um, as an employer. So making sure that you're giving the support that they need as they find their way in a new role. You know, they might be new to the sector, but as we, we come up through the levels of learning, so to the technical apprenticeship or HNC, HND, you've then got somebody who has a wee bit more experience under their belt, more capable of working independently and potentially working towards a leadership role. So if your business is set up, um, you know, in a way that, that that is the kind of apprentice that would work better for you, then we, you know, we as an organisation attract learners at all levels. So our work-based learning team can provide advice on, on what approach might work best for you. So it might be, um, as I say, that you are well-placed to take an entry-level apprentice, or it might be that you're thinking maybe more about somebody that's already spent a wee bit of time learning in college on a full-time course and then is transitioning into a higher level apprenticeship. And then at the upper end of the qualifications, it might be that you've got some established employees who are thinking about something like agriculture professional practice as a postgraduate level qualification. So it's 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 about finding the right approach for your business. One thing I'd maybe add to that is the, the role of the Digital Dairy Chain Project as well as, as you know, to directly work with the, the dairy sector and the supply chain. So where there's a gap and where we're not able, so whether it's SRUC, University of West of Scotland, Strathclyde, or the other private training providers or academic partners that, um, that can deliver to the sector. We can work with the, the dairy farmers to see where that gap is and to, to potentially plug that gap so we could look to potentially design and deliver a course to fit that need. Thanks, Lynn. Thanks, Mary. Uh, Stuart, do you have anything to add to that um, on top of what Mary and Lynn have said? No, I, I think I think the thing to recognise is, you know, with the, the project for it to be a success, the the landscape will change, and there'll be new roles that will be coming out. And again, I think as Lynn touched on there, we will need to adapt what we currently have over the next five years, and in the future, post that to to adapt to these changes. But I think what's what's really exciting is, you know, and again, I go back to the collaboration with um, Strathclyde with um, UWS and with SRUC, I think we have the resources to do that, which is which is fantastic and was one of the the, the key aims of this project from the start. Was I mean, Scot Scotland isn't big enough for us all to work in little silos, and it's absolutely important we, we collaborate on this to find a, a solution for the good of everybody. Thanks, Stuart. Uh, Mary, just coming back to you, for businesses who need to upskill and train their people, one size does not fit all. So, what can we advise anyone in the dairy industry who may be listening um, on this? What can we advise them? Can we, is there a lot? Do you think there'll be a lot of businesses out there who don't know how to take the next step? How um, and 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 if so, how do businesses out there find out what the next step is? Like particularly small businesses, because there's probably a lot of them, like small dairy, small dairy businesses. Wh wh where can they go for help and guidance on this? 
Thanks, William. Yes, I think, you know, inevitably, particularly if you're a, a small or medium sized business, um, you, you're inevitably busy working in your business, running things day to day. It can be difficult to sort of zoom out and think about what your um, staff development requirements might be or who you might be able to sort of take on within your team to take things forward. So we've talked about apprenticeship options already there's information on the SRUC website and uh, you know we would just really encourage employers to get in touch with us um, if they've got questions about apprenticeships there's contact details on the website as well um, but I think the other thing is to go back to those um, other options that are out there for um, CPD and development so if you felt that you had looked at apprenticeships but you maybe weren't quite ready to take on apprentice yet um, the other thing to consider is whether you might be well placed to take on a work placement student so for our um, HNC agriculture next generation project um, one of the outcomes of that is that there's a work placement opportunity for every student working at that level so um, the team at SRUC are really interested in hearing from businesses that, that might be in a position to take on a work placement student that can allow you to build a relationship with that student and then perhaps consider in the future whether they might be well suited to um, working for you or as an apprentice or maybe you've just offered a really good opportunity um, to build some workplace skills. There are also the um, postgraduate programmes that I touched on already. So, um, you know, perhaps even if you yourself as a, a business owner are looking to, to develop, we've got some postgraduate programs Lynn mentioned micro credentials so we would put them in, in that space where you can take a module um, to, to develop yourself further to develop your um, professional practice further if you like um, and we also have CPD so on subjects such as livestock health and welfare business management staff development you know so if you're thinking about being in that position yourself as a coach or a mentor for an apprentice we can um, provide support and advice with that and then there are a raft of online resources out there as well. So, you know, we've talked about the SRUC piece, but we've got the Farm Advisory Service, digital dairy chain resources that Lynn's been talking about, um, workshops sharing best practice with others that are working in the sector, um, local veterinary meetings, you know, the SRUC vet services team regularly work with our consultancy colleagues to um, to deliver on farm meetings and, and support networks. So... There are a raft of different options. And I think the key thing is, particularly where apprenticeships are concerned, you know, reach out and ask a question. If you're looking at the CPD and training courses that we have available and you don't see quite what you're looking for, then please get in touch. Because as Lynn's already mentioned, we can create bespoke training opportunities for the sector as well. Um, so the, the key message there is get in touch and talk to us about your training requirements. Thanks, Mary. Um, that's 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 really great, um, and I think you've really hit the nail on the head. What's out there, what's what's available, especially from from our side. Uh, Lynn, um, I believe you're planning to do a survey of sorts around dairy employers to see what they require. Well, yes. Um, again, we're taking that regional approach. As Mary just mentioned, the whole workshop piece is going to be key. We, we need to have farmers leading this this conversation. Um, they need to be forefront um, to the whole piece in terms of this uh, approaching this problem and, and solving it with a, a different perspective is, is, is essential. So we need to understand the real-time challenges faced by the dairy farmers. 
in respect of attracting and retaining that, that workforce of tomorrow. So, um, yeah, original approach is, is the way we're, we're, we're approaching this. So um, I want to speak to dairy farmers. I would like for them to reach out to me. They can do so via the, the Digital Dairy Chain website. So that's www.digitaldairychain.co.uk. They can submit an email via that that website. Um, I will be working with the regional authorities to try and um, and other partners um, that are specific to the sector to reach out to these farmers nonetheless. So um, if you don't contact me, I'm hopefully going to contact you. Um, and yeah, we're, we're going to try and solve this issue of, of attracting and retaining that workforce of tomorrow together. So yeah, a survey will form part of that. Um, an answer to your question, William. But we need the buy-in from the farmers, so they, they do need to come to the table. Thanks, Lynn. Stuart, do you have um, anything to add to that? I think Mary and, and Lynn have both touched on it. You know, the, the labour market um, across Scotland and the UK, post-Brexit, economy, inflation, it, it's not easy for anybody. Healthcare, hospitality, um, and agriculture is one of these that's been severely hit. But I think sometimes it is a we, we make it a complicated maze when it shouldn't be, and and I think what what I think is great what I've heard today, and I know that a lot of work going on behind the scenes, both at UWS and SIUC, is I think we're just going to try and simply decomplicate this, you know, and 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 try and make this as easy as possible because, you know, really broadly, if you are a farmer, you are busy, you are up early, you do go to bed late, your 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 core skill is not HR and looking after staff. And so we have to have these these suite of products, this this toolbox that a farmer and anybody in the supply supply chain can can go and use. And I think it's really important that digital dairy takes responsibility for that. And Lynn, do you have anything to add to that? Yes, uh, to mirror Stuart and Mary, we fully appreciate the entire sector, especially our farms, are dealing with a multitude of competing priorities. So I, I think it's worth highlighting to the listeners that UWS and SRUC are looking to offer a carbon programme to aid the sector in meeting its net zero targets. And then another slightly different effort, it's probably also worth noting that we're offering a recruitment signposting service to assist the sector in finding suitably qualified candidates for those hard to fill positions. I should add that we will not be involved in the recruitment process at all or, or be classed as what is termed as gangmasters. The main aim is to, to advertise these positions via the Digital Dairy Chain website and our partner websites. And we hope that by utilising the power of our combined networks, we will help our farmers and the sector attract a larger volume and a, a more suitably qualified and diverse range of applicants for these positions. Mary, do you have anything you'd like to uh, conclude with? Yes, I think so. Thanks, William. I mean, earlier I've, I've um, sort of summarise the, the key points about apprenticeships but I think just to say you know where those challenges are in the labour market SRUC is working in a range of ways so that is in you know offering that upskilling for those involved in the sector already encouraging diversity encouraging new entrants into the sector providing the education skills development they need to make that transition but also and really really importantly um, working with digital dairy chain colleagues at that senior phase schools level so SRUC delivers what are effectively national progression awards in modern agriculture to senior phase schools. Do you know that's the first step in growing the, the future pipeline of, of people coming into the workforce? So so working at all levels, but um, probably that sort of entry level and sparking an interest and enthusiasm right from senior phase schools is something that I feel I haven't 
really touched on as much in this discussion and wanted to emphasise the importance of that and how great it is that we get support from colleagues in the sector and at Digital Dairy Chain in working with those senior phase school pupils. Thanks for that, Mary. If you want to learn any more about the Digital Dairy Chain project, please visit the Digital Dairy Chain website or get in touch with them. The web address and contact details are in the show notes. And likewise, if you're interested in exploring training courses for the dairy sector and maybe setting up a bespoke package of training for your business, then please get in touch with us at SRUC. Our web address and our contact details for our training team will also be in the show notes. Thanks everyone for coming along today. 